Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Muhammad, he showed up on time and I was not even out of bed yet, Shaker. <laughs> I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. I almost called us the wrong name. Um, <laughs> I am so tired. What is wrong with me today? First and foremost, I need to thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava that I'm drinking on this show and for the crowd of mom is drinking on this show. Cutting down on the kava, guys. Yeah. Bula. <laughs> Bula. Oh, somebody's watching us. It's a Yehuda Reamer. Yeah, I tried commenting. I wanted to see the comment, <laughs> but I hit the view now and then I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> But we need to we need to welcome our good friend Yehuda Reamer. <laughs> yep, we've had Yehuda Reamer back on in August, according to something I saw in one of these files. Yeah. <laughs> God, was that August? Yeah, wow. or I really think it might have been Skype. That's that was the last time we t- I saw, we yeah, sent him that, the Mary Rothbard picture. Yes, and that'd be, yeah, that'd be right then. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to have you on, Yehuda. Yes, good to be back. Yeah. Shalom aleikum. If that's how you say it. Alaikum wa salam. It's all good, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Yehuda, we're, we're yes, uh, definitely happy to have you back on. Um, the last time you that you were on, you were talking about your book, uh, Safety On. Yes. The, the, child's guide, the Children's Guide to Gun Safety. Great book if anybody out there hasn't read it. But we're going to give you the uh, lead in. I'm actually going to pull up right here. But we have you on because you have a new book out called Ten Little Liberals, which I'll show to you. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm showing it to the people here. Yeah, so we have two cameras running. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. <laughs> no we, we've got the camera that they see and then the camera you see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Ten Little Liberals, uh, very funny book um, for anybody out there who has not read it. Uh, do you want to talk to us a little bit about your very awesome, hilarious book? Or you- uh, yeah. Um, when I used to write for Ben Shapiro, uh, I was getting more name, into... Name dropping again. I know, na- na- <laughs> name dropping right off the bat. I'll do it. No, when I used to write for him at his old website, Truth Revolt, you know, I was getting into the Constitution, I was getting into conservatism, I was really learning about politics, and I'm a millennial, but the more I was learning about everything, I was reala- I was realizing, like, my God, liberals are just insane. Like, <laughs> I mean, we've all heard it before. Liberal- liberalism is a mental disorder, and 
and I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my god, just, like, cowboy up, take some responsibility, and just get the job done, stop whining like a little baby, mm-hmm. so... Trust me, the word you were about to say is totally fine on this show. Okay, there we go, stop <laughs> I mean, Muhammad has said much worse on this show. <laughs> I don't know, my, my wife and kids might be watching, so... <laughs> I'm gonna, on my part, I'm going to try to keep it PG. Um, no, anyways, so I was I was writing and I started writing the safety on book and all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a book based on like the 10 little Indians except it's going to go down instead of just, you know, the 10 little Indians and then 10 little Indians doing again, but it's going to go 10, 9, 8, 7. And I wrote, I started writing the book and after like four lines, I'm like, yeah, right, like, I'm never going to become a published author. This is never going to happen, so why am I even... It's kind of like a therapeutic thing. I just like writing. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of shelved it, and for probably four years, I didn't even look at it. And then when Trump took office, and when he was running and he took office, just the the liberal meltdown was just absolutely fantastic. And TDS? TDS, Trump derangement syndrome? Yes, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, following eight years of Obama where you just see these liberals just absolutely basking in his light, it was so fun to watch them just melting down. And I was like, ooh, you know what? I've come out with one book and then, you know, my, my safety on that converted to coloring book. Yeah. Like, okay, I have two books out. How hard is it going to be to come out with a third book? And I found it like buried away somewhere on my computer and I started rewriting it to kind of fit the narrative that you see today with all the things going on and before you know it I sent it to a few people and all of a sudden I had this finished book I mean with that, forget the illustrations but I had the finished manuscript I'm like crap this is funny <laughs> and um, I reached out to my illustrator the guy who did all my other books and I'm like look this is completely different than what we've done before send me a sample page and he did the cover for me and when i saw that cover i just lost it yeah i was like i think you yeah. sent us you sent us the cover after the last time you were on uh right wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. i sent you the cover in the manuscript right right yeah and uh for we'll do a really good close up for anybody out there i'm not used to using the camera this way there you go uh, but yeah, so you can see that's what the artwork is like throughout this entire book. And he's right. He, it's just like the 10 Little Indians poem thing. And ten, I'm just going to read like the first two pages. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Uh, 10 Little Liberals standing in a line get told to get a real job. Now there are only nine. <laughs> and the entire book is like this. It's so funny. <laughs> It is so funny. It it is one of the, as I was telling you before we uh, started. I my my dad is like huge neocon, but he um, I let him read it and he was just like, this is great, and he, he wanted to give it to my nephew, and both <laughs> of us knew that was an awful idea, <laughs> because his parents would take that away so fast. Oh. <laughs> But it is meant for kids, though. No, no. <laughs> no. Okay. I would, I would no, not, I would not give that it, to a kid. Yeah, if you really, what throws the kids off is the uh, the seven little liberals page. You know, seven little liberals. I mean, you feel free to show it to them, but 
the seven little liberals want to become chicks, and you yeah. see three of the guys trying on women's clothes. <laughs> then you turn the page and said, you know, told them that they're guys. Now they're only, only six. six. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, also the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it now. <laughs> and also the the two little liberals page is uh, two little liberals went and got it on. Yeah. And you see them making out in bed, and then you turn the page and says argue about an abortion now there's only one yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's brutal it, it you know it, it but those two page kind of makes yeah. it not a kid's yeah, book it, it is it uh, is not for i feel like that should be what comes after reading the tuttle twins right <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah, so it, it was fun and and i i got it illustrated and um you know, there's that Ben Shapiro page inside. He gave me permission to use his uh, his likeness, which was awesome of him. He, his response, don't worry, I'm not going to sue you. <laughs> and uh, I still have that email. I'm going to frame it. Uh, <laughs> just decides to. Now, uh, you know that. And then my, one of my favorite things, though, is I had to try to figure out what am I going to put on the back cover. And I just took a massive hit at the NFL. Yeah, on the back on the back of the cover, he's got a football player kneeling, and it says, "I kneel for this book." Yeah, a little protest in my book, yeah. just a little, a little punch at the NFL. So it was, Loved it's it. been a, a lot of fun with this book. So, yeah, yeah it's a great book. Uh, it's available on Amazon, correct? Yeah, available on Amazon. Yeah, uh, it's available on Amazon. Uh, every everybody who watches us should well. Everybody who watches us and actually enjoys listening to what we say should buy it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't enjoy listening, you should buy it anyway. But you, you won't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you've got a you're you're actually getting ready to head to Vegas tomorrow, correct? Yes, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow for what, the biggest gun convention uh, I believe in the world called Shot Show, and. It's a great place to make connections, industry people, and I know, Mohammed. I sent you the new book that just came out really uh, two weeks ago, no. um, The ABCs of Guns. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to try very hard to, you know, pushing that. I already have an interview with Cam Edwards of the NRA about that book, and, you know, I'm just going to go say, hey, I write kids' books about guns, be my friend push my book type of thing. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Is our friend Antonia going to be there? Do you know? I, I'm, I'm sure she will be. I mean, she's been so busy. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll text her and then it's like three weeks later. Yeah. I get yeah, yeah. But Hey, look, you know what? I, I'm so proud of her for what she's doing. I'm, I love that she's taking the world by storm and, you know, I understand why she doesn't get back to me and that, you know, that's totally cool. So, but she's awesome, and I'm hoping to see her there. I'm gonna guess she's gonna go there, but you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I, I see like every single one of her Facebook posts because it gets nine thousand likes. <laughs> yeah, she she's really in the last like six months she's rocketed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on Fox or CNN. Uh, she's been on CNN like a bunch of times recently. Is it more than four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's got Fox News on me, so yeah, she's got. Yeah, I was gonna say, no, she's been on Fox. I haven't News gotten too. my invite yet, right? <laughs> um, Tucker, call me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, I see all of her posts, and uh, 
she actually was on. This is going to work so seamlessly. I can't believe how well this one's working. Mm -hmm. She was actually on talking about Trump's comments about the countries, uh, the immigration deal, and Trump's comments on the countries where he called a bunch of them uh, shitholes. And I actually didn't watch that piece, but I just thought it was really funny (laughs) that they put her to be on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think she, I mean, uh, I mean, I I did watch it and... uh, she was saying what I she was saying pretty much what I was saying is it, I mean they are um, right, and the comments obviously are not professional, but nonetheless they are you know and that's been that's been my point of view the whole time ever since it, when I heard so okay so like going through the timeline of when it happened you know uh, like I'm already like man. Every single time we hear, you know, something about uh, about Trump in the media, I'm like, oh, my God, someone's talking about Trump again. They're really mad about something. And, and like a few days before that, it was um, he was a stable genius uh, thing, um, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, I'm a stable why are genius. we? Yeah. And I was like, yep. Yes. he." I was like, I like this. Yes, he is. <laughs> um. So, you know, I'm always like the media always is going after the guy for like all the dumbest reasons ever. And that gets so exhausting. Like focus on the stuff that matters if you want to hit Trump. You're always focusing on the ice cream scoops and the that his wife is wearing heels thing. And, uh, you know, all of it. And I'm just like, this is so. Oh, and the water, how he drinks water out of a water bottle. And I'm just like, this is so silly. And I was it that he drinks water out of a water bottle, or was it that he used two hands? He used two hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, this is so stupid. Why are we focusing on this? And yeah, this is this was all from really like all this started like months ago. Is when I gave up on like the media narrative, and I'm like one of the people that had not been a fan of Trump for a long time. Um, even like, you, you know, you get the, um, uh, on this day thing on Facebook, they show you your, your, your past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I rolled his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have, I see my posts from like a few years ago. Um, you know, I've been on Facebook since 08. So like, I see a lot of my posts since then from when I was like super anti-Republican to like my Ron Paul phase phase well my it was it was like uh, a really long phase that's yeah not, that that emo was a phase for yeah. many of us uh ron paul is not a phase for you at yeah. this point <laughs> well it was like I, I was a fan of ron paul but i really still hated republicans uh and you know now i'm like a republican that is okay with a, a, a lot of Repu- well a handful of republicans now and I'm not as much of a libertarian party member anymore for a lot of good reasons. But like I see my posts where like I, I was shitting on Donald Trump and I was like, yeah, that's that's me right there. I, I did not like the guy. <laughs> but, you know, it's getting so annoying. All the So like going through the timeline, like the Washington Post puts out that article that's like an, uh, an unnamed source claims that at the an un, it was like an unnamed source familiar with the meeting. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It wasn't even somebody that was in the meeting. It was an unnamed source 
familiar with the meeting, which mm-hmm. means you're getting that third hand at that point. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're like an unnamed source familiar with the meeting um, says that when they were talking about giving, so it was about, they were talking about giving like, um, what is it called? Uh, the people, the residents of El Salvador, Haiti, and I think Nigeria. Yeah, I think those were the ones. Yeah, giving them like a blanket, they should be able to stay here uh, thing. They wanted to add that in. And he said, supposedly, allegedly, why are we, why do we want people here from these shithole countries? We should allow people, more people in from countries like Norway. And people took that as like a, a racist thing for some reason, even though El Salvador was there and Salvadorians are technically they're white Hispanics, really. So they're, <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I think it was a, it was like a racist thing against anybody that's not from Norway. White, white, yeah. White, white. If they don't look like me, we don't want them. Yeah, which, I mean, he doesn't look Scandinavian to me anyway. No. <laughs> looks more Germanic, if anything. But I was okay with it. I love I love Scandinavia. I love Scandinavian people. You love Scandinavian women. <laughs> <laughs> people? <laughs> I mean, yes, they are people, but yeah. I mean... If you were in charge of the immigration from Scandinavia, I'm pretty certain it would be pretty lopsided. Uh, well, people people claim that Donald Trump is a sexist misogynist, and he should prove them wrong by only allowing women in from Scandinavia. I think that would be a step to show them how women are very important to us in this country. <laughs> That's the equality they've been looking for. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so so it went from that to, I think it was on CNN or MSNBC, you had uh, Dick Durbin went on and, <laughs> and said that, yeah, yeah, the, he did say that. I, yeah, I heard him say it. And he asked the other people that were there. I think one of them was Co- Tom Cotton, yeah. which I don't like Tom Cotton, but I don't. nonetheless, I'm, I would I would take still his word for it. He said he does not. Most of them, really, all of them said they don't re- remember him saying that at all. Dick Durbin said he did, and I guess I didn't know this. One of my buddies shared this. Dick Durbin has lied before about things being said in meetings that were never actually said, and uh, I, I'd have to pull it up. And it was under Obama, uh, where he also he he lied and he said. Something about Obama. He even lied. He lied about something Obama said. I think something like that. So like already, Dick Durbin is has this history of just saying shit, and then everybody ran with it. Like everybody ran with the UN ran with it. The UN was like, "These are racist comments," blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Holy shit!" You have one guy out of six that says it happened. It already started off weird with the whole unnamed sources thing, and everyone's fucking running with it. And then the, the other th- thought running through my head was, but they are shithole countries, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, what, because you can't look at, you know, you can't look me straight in the face and say that Haiti is not a shithole or Salvador, which has Sal- uh, El Salvador in 2015, right? They celebrated. I don't remember what day it was. They celebrated for having... The first day in, a, in however long that there were no murders in the country because of how much murder that happens in that country. 
you know. In Haiti, President Obama put out a memo, uh, a travel memo, really, uh, warning United States citizens that no race, gender, or age is safe in Haiti because of all the uh, kidnappings that happens and killings that happen. Uh, Nigeria and the rest of Africa is a, is, is another story. Um, and when I looked at it, I was like, yeah, the, it's not the nicest comment really to say. I saw nothing racist about it because the thing is that, I mean, okay, so they happen to be majority black people in, in the, except for El Salvador, they, they happen to be majority black, but that the comment itself was not about the people, although that's how people took it for some reason. Everybody else took it as he's talking about the people, but he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't about Haitians. He didn't say anything about Haitians there. He didn't say about Haitians here. He said, hey, T. And it, it's true. Haiti has some of the highest corruption in the world, lowest poverty, lowest IQ, lowest education, you know, all the crime. Africa. You know, I I, I watched this video, right? This um, Nigerian that's living here in the United States. He actually came out and made this video out of his car. Um, kind of went a little viral. And um, uh, whatchamacallit. <laughs> uh, Sorry, our, our, our guest actually just sent me a message. <laughs> he sent me a photo uh, and it says, we no longer call those countries shitholes. From now on, they'll be referred to as third world nations. Yeah, third world. <laughs> <laughs> yep but yeah you know so this this nigerian guy <laughs> definitely doesn't like trump and he said something he said he said a lot of things that i agree with and he obviously and he said he did say something that i disagree with and that was he said that he built you know he said trump is a racist if 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 i if i see something that does prove trump is a racist i will gladly agree and call him out on it but so far i have not seen trump being a racist and that's because really i guess i have the problem when it comes to a lot of debates and stuff is uh and just conversations is the definition of words and this happens a lot um where people don't have respect for the definitions of words so anything is racist right anybody's a nazi and like, you know, the definition of racism to me is very important. I don't think Trump is a racist from the definition of somebody that believes in the superiority of, you know, their race or, you know, just judging an individual on the mer- uh, on the merits or demerits of their whole, you know, group. I don't, you know, I hate racism. I don't think Trump's a racist. But this Nigerian guy went through this whole thing. He's like, it is, he, you know, he said it is a shithole. Yeah, and he went through all the the reasons that I don't even remember a lot of them, saying why Nigeria is a shithole. And he said, "I'm only going to talk about my country." It is, and he's not wrong. I mean, Nigeria, uh, not not just Nigeria, most of Africa, Egypt. So Egypt, a few years ago, where I'm from, um, fi- made uh, female genital mutilation illegal. Um, it's not widely practiced in Egypt, except for like where um we have a lot of i guess uneducated and um like our farming community is is not as educated as the rest of the country a lot of female genital mutilation happened 
And it happens really in, in a, a big portion of the continent of Africa, whether under Christians and Muslims, female genital mutilation happens. It's like, those are shithole countries. It's true. And he was saying, like, if it wasn't a shithole country, would we be here? Why, like, did we leave because of how nice it is? Right. No. You know, and, and I agree with that. My parents came here. I mean, uh, Egypt could be considered a shithole. I wouldn't say it's on the same level. As other parts of Africa. Again, I'm just talking empirically here. Um, but, you know, my parents did leave because of, like, the lack of political freedoms and the the shitty education system, which it is a shitty education system. People in Egypt, and this is one of the things the Nigerian guy mentions. In Egypt, um, you'll have students that study for years to get an engineering degree, and then they're driving a taxi. And that would happen. That's what happens all over Africa too. Right. People study all these all for for these really nice degrees where and, and those they're really smart people. Um, it is an engineering degree in those African nations. They get that degree and then they're driving Uber or a taxi. It's shitty, you know. Um. So like, yeah, I don't know. What's what's your fucking thoughts on it? Excuse my language if anyone's watching this. <laughs> like, um. Yehuda's wife for kids. Right. I was going to say, you're going to apologize for your language now. <laughs> We've been doing this for over a year. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Yehuda? <laughs> Since you're our well, guest. Look, whether he said it or not, it doesn't really make a difference to me. They are crappy countries. There's a reason, like you just said, there's a reason why they're trying to immigrate to the United States. But even more than that, which, which you know, it, it's so... It's so just ridiculous how the liberals look for things to get upset about. I mean, granted, he didn't say it as a country, but let's not forget, Harry Reid got up there and he actually said, it's on camera, you know, he said, my staff tells me not to say it, but I'm going to say it anyways. And he goes, you know, that during the summer and the high humidity, you can smell the tourists coming into the capital. I mean, you, okay, He's not talking about anyone in particular. He's not talking mm-hmm. about immigrants or... But he's making fun of everybody. Everybody. Yes. And, everybody across the board on that one. Yeah. And, and where, where was the liberal outrage then? I mean, like I said, I understand it could be a little different than calling a, a country uh, you know, a shithole. But, hey, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And, you know, I, like you said... I'm not, I was never a Trump guy at this point. If the elections that we talked about before, yeah, the elections were tomorrow, I would be voting for Trump. But I don't think he said it in any kind of racist connotation at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that because the left can't find anything real to try to take down Trump, anything he says is going to be yeah. pulled out of context. Whether, like I said, whether he said it or not. So we pull out of context. He's gonna. They're gonna lie about it. They're gonna try to make him look like a horrible individual. Try to get the world on their side. And, yeah. You know, it, it. Like you said, like you were talking also, Muhammad. Just move on. Yeah. Right. Stop. You want you want to debate on policy. You want to debate on something with substance. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Yeah. The minute you go off on him saying that you know he said it and he hurt so many people's feelings. You know what? Cowboy up. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. And he actually did come out on a tweet and said he never, he never, he did. He, he yeah. says, he, he says he doesn't recall and he probably didn't say it. And so it comes down to, do we believe Dick Durbin or Trump 
why and and what why would why should we believe one over the other when it comes to that and i think it's safe to just go with it because of the history of dick durbin and because of how the washington post started off we should just i i think it's safe to assume it never happened you know um i'm i'm i am not opposed to not believing dick durbin yeah <laughs> uh, uh. I I mean yeah normally it's like oh Dick Durbin said this I'm like eh. yeah <laughs> right. sure yeah um and exactly like thing is I, I like you're saying I would love to talk about actual policy I'm still going to disagree with you uh not you obviously you as in like the general what would be considered like liberal progressive type policies but we would rather debate the actual oh this is where i was going the, the, like let, let's debate the actual immigration stuff for example i don't like the idea of a wall at all no you know i do i don't like the idea i don't support it i no. hate it okay uh mike o'malley mm-hmm. governor former governor of maryland correct i i yes i think so former governor of maryland said and i actually know this because of your facebook page Yehuda. uh Thank you. Uh, came out and he said, the people of Texas don't want a wall. Uh-huh. And we happen to be interviewing one person from Texas. <laughs> no, wait. That's Texas, man. Wasn't he governor of Texas? No. He was no, the mayor it, of Baltimore. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, <laughs> okay. My bad. Mar- Martin O'Malley. Mar- Martin. Martin O'Malley. Yeah. That's it. Governor. Yeah. yeah. Not Texas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He was the mayor of Baltimore and then he became the governor. Uh, right. Right. And he said, the people of Texas don't want a wall. Now, what you, you're from Texas. You probably talk to a lot more Texans than I do. I talk to two on a regular basis. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I don't live by the border. I mean, I'm, I'm farther north. Uh-huh. But the consensus that I've seen from talking to people in Texas, they want, uh, do want a wall. Uh-huh. I mean, they want, they want their borders protected. They don't. They do not want open borders. Yeah, I mean, it, it's that simple. Yeah, and you know, what walls do work. Uh huh. There, there's no question about it. Walls do work. I mean, there. I mean, look at Israel. Israel has a, a wall, mm-hmm. and the minute they put it, the minute they put it up. I mean, granted, they still have tons of terrorism and 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 uh, missiles coming in mm-hmm. from Gaza, but the amount of like suicide bombers and you know actual terrorist uh, threats like that has significantly went down when they put up a wall. Yeah, right. So if you want to debate, you know, I don't want the wall because you know it just costs so much money and stuff like that. Okay, that I, that we can go back and forth, you know. But at the end of the day. I think a wall is very important. You know, people are, you have jihadi terrorists coming through Mexico whoa, and whoa, other whoa, whoa, whoa. southern what's border. Jihadi, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. I was going to wear my IDF t shirt for you. You have these terrorists coming, these jihadi terrorists coming through the, the southern borders and. A wall would prevent it. it. I just actually read an article today saying that they had a bunch of like special ops guys. Um, they didn't say which branch, but a bunch of special ops guys 
army to San Diego and um, looking at the different walls uh-huh. that have been uh, you know put out there and they said that the be- they, they can't get up more than 15 feet but it's supposed to be a 30 foot wall uh-huh. so the walls were 30 feet but they said after 15 feet you know they kind of gave up they're like it's you can't get up yeah I mean, and I know uh, Janet Napolitano once said, you know, you show me a 50-foot wall, I'll show you a 51-foot ladder. Mm -hmm. Is it possible? Yes. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, a wall will, a a big wall like that, I think, will be very beneficial to providing security for our country. Uh, You know, and and, uh, I I, I can understand your point of view, and I respect it. Um, My point of view really mainly is the costs and... On top of that, you know, although I just said I hate the idea of the wall, I think there are other things we can and should do when it comes to immigration. Uh, I used to be an open borders guy uh, for a long time, and then I became more of after some somebody in the liberty community like started the whole closed borders thing, and then I watched and. A lot of debates happening between libertarians online about the merits of a border, uh, the merits of closed borders anyways. So now I'm honestly not an open border guy. I'm also not a closed border guy. I'm a private property guy. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm more of like private property guy. Um, and when if, it, when, if, if you sell the border to people. Yeah. If you sell the border like in the people of Texas have their border. They yeah. get to protect that board, like they get to protect that land, however they deem fit. Yeah, and somebody walking onto their land, they, and I'm certain this is true in Texas. I'm going to take a wild guess that if somebody walks on your land in Texas, you're just allowed to shoot them. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and no, but I, I hear what you're coming for, and I, and I know uh, I know Muhammad, you're a big uh, hard rock guy, so you know I can just see someone sitting on their porch. Uh, with a nice rifle or a shotgun, just you know, looking down and seeing a guy, and all of a sudden he turns to the side, flips on the radio, and it's like, "Let the bodies hit the floor." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, other than that, I think there's there's uh, I think there's a lot of stuff we can and should do to reduce the amount, like reducing the incentives. There are some incentives we can reduce on people coming in here and that uh, that includes reducing the massive welfare state um and i mean and there's other incentives that we cannot reduce because it's good for everybody and that's like the freedom and safety of remaining in this country is better than where a lot of these other countries are like that is that would be an incentive for somebody to come here not just the welfare so i think there's a lot of stuff we can do and like uh, specifically about the comments about like Haiti, you know, they were talking about just blanket allowing everybody from those countries to remain. And, you know, honestly, I, when it comes to that, I believe in a, like a merit based, uh, sort of immigration system. So I don't think we should just say nobody from Haiti should come here. And I don't think we should say everybody. And that's why he said that comment. Cause they were saying everybody, you know, from those countries should be able to come, come and or stay the ones that are here. I don't believe in that. I mean, uh, we're in we're in debt, <laughs> and not everybody is going to adapt to our culture in the United States. Um, you know, like 
most people that come here do a lot of africans that come here do a lot of muslims and arabs that come here do legally well that's the only way really for arabs to come here is legally we do you know we come we want to stay here we work hard whatever but the one some of the ones that come here just are not good you know they don't have that americanness you know and i got we do have a cult we do have a culture we do have a culture here, you know, and I'm not talking about a white culture. We have an American culture of working hard, of pulling yourself up by the bootstrap of community work, of so on and so forth. That's changed a lot in the last 30 years. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I agree. But I mean, still, the American culture is very unique and different from the rest of the nations surrounding us, except for Canada. And even Europe, we're different from Europe in a lot of ways. Um, we're different from the Middle East. We're different from Asia. Um, and, you know, again, looking at other countries in the world, and I, this is one time where I hate saying, look at how other countries are doing it, because that's what liberals are, you know, say about, uh, you well, know, health care and welfare. And welfare. But socialized everything. Yeah. But look, immigration controls is a thing in the rest of the world for a really good reason. And, you know, no, there is no country in the world that makes it honestly as easy as here. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look at Germany. Uh-huh. Right. And they were like, no, we'll we'll take all the refugees. Yeah. Yeah. But aside from that. Right. But uh, what, well, what I'm saying. Sorry. Yeah. What I'm saying is like you look at a country like Germany and they're like, yeah, we'll take all the refugees. And then, you know, they they're they had a lot of problems. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Due, due to them taking on all the refugees. Yeah. Um, those 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 Arabs, Arabs are different culturally. It's an Eastern culture. Uh, and, you know, and yes, they're Muslim, too. And that has a little bit to do with it. So they're not ready to. I, I don't like the word assimilate because my views on culture is a, a little different. Um, like, I don't believe that people really assimilate in the United States. Uh I think it's more of people with compatible ethics and morals that really is what makes the big difference, you know? So somebody could be a, you know, like my parents, because I talked about, we talk, I think I talked about this on the show before, how my parents don't, do not at all agree with homosexual lifestyles and they don't agree with gay marriage. But because they're in this country, they respect that. They they respect the gay friends, the gay co-workers that they've had over the last, since 99 when we came here. That'd be 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, so like, it's not like my parents assimilated, but they, they have that whole respect the law of the land thing. Right. So like, I don't believe in the whole assimilation thing. And so when it comes to Europe, yeah, a lot of these people are not, are not ready to get on that very liberal... A European type, uh, you know, culture where they moved into. Um, I'm sure everybody after the election, a lot of the leftists probably noticed it's not too easy to run away to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to have a degree, a job, a living situation. And that's really how it is in uh, Australia, uh, New Zealand. Europe, you know, it's it's uh, and really Asia too, Asia too, all over Asia, Middle East. Everybody wants to protect the culture that is there in that countries. Uh, same thing in Israel. Um, and I don't, I, I don't understand why people act like we're 
the Republicans are being so different than it's like it's like they're being inhuman, and I don't believe in that. I mean, even if you go if you go back twenty years, uh-huh. roughly. Uh, also, I just want to do a quick shout out to the Drudge Report for the anniversary of the Monica Lewinsky <laughs> report, <laughs> which was this past week, twenty years ago. Uh, if you go back twenty years, you had Bill Clinton, and he was saying that you know we need we. You know, we need to make sure that we don't have this flood of illegals. He said that yeah. in the State of the Union twenty years ago. Yeah, and yeah, you know, uh, so did a. I think so did a senator and a pre. Maybe not a senator, but a president. Obama did as well. Yeah, at, at one point, yeah, in, in the beginning, first right. first term, first term. Yeah, and I mean, you know, these these are the the the, the gods of the Democratic Party, yeah. and they're the ones that are saying it. Yeah, and you know, it's. It's just become a hot button issue as of recent that mm-hmm. people are like, oh, we need to, you know, we need to accept everybody. We need to accept all people. Yeah. And, you know, again, I don't I'm glad my family was able to come here legally the way they did. And I'm sure everybody else is that is here legally. Um, but no, there are problems with just willy nilly letting any and everybody in whether they're going to contribute to the country or not. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I don't know. To, 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 quote, to quote the very funny Dennis Miller, uh-huh. he has no problem with immigration. Just signed a damn guest book. Right. I, I, you know, and that's, only, that's, that's the thing too. Like, and that's one of my problems also when it comes to Republicans. It's, you know, I do. I honestly believe in amnesty for a good portion of the people that are already here. Again, on a merit-based system, though, not just willy-nilly everybody. For example, the guy that shot those two cops, no. The guy that shot uh, the San Francisco Steinle, Steinle, Catherine, yeah, Kate Steinle, Kate Steinle, Kate Steinle, yeah, the, uh, the San Francisco one, right? Yeah, like yeah. you know, uh, and, then, and then he was let off that blew my mind yeah yeah sorry i got too far away from no that. you're good but th- again there was a story last week that i saw that made me really sad and it was uh this guy uh this mexican guy his family had came in illegally uh he was 10 years old when they came in here oh the guy that was here for like 30 years yeah 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 that, that. yeah and he so he'd lived in the country for 20 years he was in detroit i believe yeah had a, he had a he had his own job um married to americans and uh didn't have even a speeding ticket when it comes to people like that i think amnesty is a good thing uh in my opinion um so that's you know that is one thing i really disagree with when it comes to some republicans like we need to like you said sign the guest book uh it's good to keep track of everybody that's in here you know uh and that's one of the things that also makes it illegal like it being illegal makes it illegal if we're able to track them which is really hard to do when they have to do it illegally uh it, it's such you know it is such a complex matter like i, I don't want to claim to know every and i don't want to claim that my way is the right way but that, that that's that's my point of view on it. <laughs> well, okay, here's here's something that that you know a lot of people forget. They're like, you know, how can we? These kids didn't do anything wrong. They've been here for twenty years, right? Mm-hmm. What the hell have you been doing for the last twenty years? Mm-hmm. Did you apply for a green card? 
Did you apply to become a citizen? If the answer is no, get out. Well, wrote. I, I I have no sympathy. What what some what years? I mean, come on. You can't say that. No, you know, we don't want to rip apart families. They've been in the country for twenty years. They're such good people. They do jobs, and you yeah. know, everything. You said, I I don't care. If that, you had twenty years, if you really love this place, you had twenty years to become a citizen, and you chose not to. I will. I will say this from what from what I've. Would you not think? And this may have to do with how the system really is. Would exposing themselves by applying for a green card just make it faster for them to be removed, even though they're trying to do the right thing? That that's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know how it works exactly. Thank yeah. God. Thank God I was born in this country. I'm yeah. a proud American. But like I said, you know, if if there's a process, but you are okay with them trying, though, correct? Okay, yeah, but but here's the thing. Like, if you're telling me now, after 20 years of being here, they're worried about being deported, so they're going to now become citizens. Nope, sorry, hit the road. Uh-huh. Don't, no, no sympathy. But if you were if you were telling me, look, it takes 10. I mean, again, I don't know the laws. I'm just throwing numbers no worries, out there. No worries. No worries. But if let's say it says it takes 10 years to become a citizen, uh-huh. and at age 18, they they got here at age 10. At age 18, they realized I want to become a citizen. And now they're 28, but they applied at 18. Or let's say they're they're 26, and they have two more years. They become a citizen, but they applied at 18. You're you can stay. That's fine. You did the right thing. Okay. But if you're cool. here for that long, yeah. if you're here for that long and you decided not to pursue it, then I'm sorry. You you I have no sympathy for you. You can leave. I can okay. Okay. I can I'm, I can I, understand I can understand that. Sympathize with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. I I definitely understand that. Um moving on because we're running short on time. <laughs> Good. Um I'm so tired I might have to take a nap. It's not not all the sleep. <laughs> I I just woke up and I'm still ready to take a nap. Um this past week uh Donald Trump came out with the fake news awards. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald Trump came out with the fake news awards and uh, I personally thought that they were really well they were good yeah yeah and, and we'll, we'll read them off to talk about them right but but the fact that I thought it was going to be a bullshit thing where he's going to be like CNN's fake news but this is some good shit I, he did <laughs> right I okay so yeah I was picturing like an Oscars kind of thing like where he was going to do <laughs> Most fake news story, yeah. most fake news reporter, mm-hmm. and most fake news uh, uh, broadcast station, news news station. I thought he was going to do something like that. Instead, he just did like the top five fake news reports. Well, it's 10. 10. Yeah. Was it 10? Yeah. Okay. Um, but the fact that he put Paul Krugman yep. at number one was awesome. Yep. And I'm sure people like Tom Woods and um, uh, the other guy. <laughs> oh, man, I name? feel so bad because I've sat through his lectures. I know. I <laughs> don't remember his name right now. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. The Contra Krugman. Contra Krugman. Yeah. If, if, if you don't listen to the podcast Contra Krugman, you should. It's hilarious. The yeah. entire thing is just meant to. Uh, Paul Krugman writes a uh, weekly. Uh, what do you call those uh, column, column? At, at the New York Times? Right. Yeah. And, and they just say every reason it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. They do this every week. 
And yeah, Paul Krugman said that markets will never recover from Trump. And the dough hits the Dow. The Dow. Da- well, not just it's not just one record. It's hit m- a multitude of records over it, the past year. It is the largest gain in the Dow since FDR. Yeah, which is honestly not saying a lot because that was uh, uh, what you call it. Markets had crashed. Yeah, Great Depression. That's right, where right, I was going. Right. Yeah, right, right. economy was supposed to. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, it was going to correct itself, but yeah. It also. But I mean, still, that was 1932. I think is when the Dow started to recover. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. He said this. So he said this on the day that Trump was elected, and said that because Trump was elected, markets will never recover, and now we see everything's up everywhere, including Bitcoins. Even though. I, <laughs> I don't want to give but, anybody credit for that, but no, yeah. but yeah, I think I think Trump being in office has a lot to do with Bitcoin, but I think it has a lot to do with people not trusting Trump. Uh, yeah, probably too. But yeah, even, um, even though Bitcoin and all other crypto crashed hard in the last week and a half. Yeah, but it's coming back. I hope. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, the AB. Also, ABC demotes uh, Brian Ross after bungled report on Trump and Russia, which I believe we talked about on our show. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty I'm certain. Sure, we did. I'm certain we did, especially since uh, for a while we thought about changing our name to Fake News in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. And actually, I guess when he, when Brian Ross put out the report, the uh, stock market started going down, and. Uh, then it turned out that that uh, that it was false. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else is on here? Uh, CNN falsely reported that Ken. Oh, we did talk about this one. So we CNN about falsely reported that candidate Donald Trump and his son Donald Trump Jr. had access to the hacked documents from WikiLeaks prior uh, to the public. Is really what this was saying, as if they were basically saying that, if I remember correctly, they had gone like an. A- Special access into their emails or something. Right. Uh, And it turned out that they did, but it was after he was already president-elect. No. Yes. I believe this was... I believe what... I thought it was uh, everybody had access by that point. Everybody did have access. The public didn't. Okay. Everybody had access, but he got it when he was president-elect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, bullshit. And this goes from our... I don't remember what we were talking about. It might have been the shithole thing. Yeah, the beginning of the shithole thing is uh, the the leftist media and the mainstream media really just wants to hate on the guy uh, and they try to hit the guy on any and everything, whether it's true or not. And it's it's so annoying. I hadn't heard about this one, and you said you did, and it was that President Trump removed the a bust of Martin Luther. Of course, they would say something like that, right? Because he's a he, racist. Because he's a racist. Well, so, but that that stemmed out of a picture. Uh huh. Someone took a picture, and the angle that the picture was taken looked like the bust was taken out. I believe someone was blocking it, but instead of <laughs> looking into it. They just said, "Oh, he must have removed it because we don't see it." And yeah, I think it just, I think someone he, was blocking it. I think he moved it from where it was to a different spot in the Oval Office. Is what I think happened. Yeah, so, so, yeah, but I, but but it all stemmed from a picture yeah. where yeah. it wasn't in the picture, but you didn't see the full room. So just idiots. 
And if you watch House of Cards, you know that the president moves stuff around. So Right. It's his office. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants in there. Just ask Bill Clinton. Yeah. Um, Have you watched House of Cards, Yehuda? You know, I watched the first season. Okay. And I loved it. But then I started writing, you know, political for political websites and stuff like that. And I kind of was like, you know, I deal with liberal crap all day. I don't need to be watching it at night. Right. I'd rather, like... I'd rather watch things like Rick and Morty. Yes. Oh my God. What yes. People? You know, Thank I'd you rather, so much for that. <laughs> rather, I would rather watch like Rick and Morty, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, so okay. I love. That I just show. I stopped watching it, but now I have to admit, after uh, everything came out about Kevin Spacey, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm kind of okay that I missed it. Okay. <laughs> Like, I don't feel like, oh, maybe I should go back and watch it. I was like, nope, nope, not going back. Don't care. No. <laughs> I've been, so I'd, I've been a House of Cards fan since the beginning. And a lot of that was because up until recently, I was a huge Kevin Spacey fan. Yep. <laughs> Lo- loved Kevin Spacey up until recently. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the first season of the show and the third season of that show. I think it was the first and the third. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, was the last one the fourth? Or was the last one the fifth? Fifth, I think. Okay, I really liked the first and the fourth. Yeah. Um, the first season and the fourth season were really good. Yeah. Um, season two was all right. Season three was good. Okay, the last one was eh. But... Are you, are you going to watch the next season? Oh, yeah. 100%. You want to see, it's going to be interesting to see how they... I want to know how they write them out. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see that. Yeah, I want to see how they write them out. Are they just going to kill him off, or is he going to go to prison? Like, like I, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. I think uh, everyone's going to be okay with it, no matter what, to be honest. Yeah, just the fact that he's not in it yeah. will be okay. Yeah. That's why they'll probably just kill him off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I've I've been a big fan of that show. And when that came out, I was I was really disappointed, like because that shouldn't have that shouldn't happen to anybody. Yeah, in my mind, that should not happen to anybody. Um, I hope in everybody else's mind too. But um, <laughs> uh, I was really I was upset because the first thing that went through my mind was, oh, they're gonna cancel House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what everybody did think for a while. Yeah. I mean, they are. They're just going to finish it. Yeah. They're just going to do one more season to finish it to kind of tie up everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving along, because there's two more reports here that I didn't know until I saw this thing. Uh, CNN falsely... Oh, this is one. We did talk about this one. Falsely reported about Anthony Scaramucci. 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 Scaramucci's Mooch. meeting. Yeah, the Mooch. With a Russian, but retracted it due to a significant breakdown in uh, process. And uh, yeah, he, that's he, those CNN employees did resign over it. And anything, anytime they're, they think they got something on the guy. Again, I'm not. I, I'm obviously not a fanboy of the guy. But no, but come he, he on. is. He is the Teflon Don. Yeah, <laughs> nothing sticks to that guy. Yeah, nothing. Man. Um, this is one of the ones that I did not know went this way until i saw this report because i i saw the first one which was new newsweek falsely reported that polish first lady agata kornhauser duda duda did not shake president trump's hand that's all i saw about it and i was like damn turns out she did and i was like god damn it (laughs) um uh 
did Comey. We talked enough about Comey. I want to. Yeah, I was gonna say Comey. skip Comey. Uh, I might have skipped over it somehow. But the fish one. The fish one. There was the one with the. Oh, here it is. CNN falsely edited a video to make it appear uh, as if President Trump defiantly overfished, overfed fish during a visit with the Japanese Prime Minister. Japanese Prime Minister actually led the way with the feeding. That that and that's one of the things that's that's all I saw about it. I was like, oh, I guess he just dumped it. Turns out uh, the prime minister actually dumped it first. Yeah, and then Trump. And then Trump the did. Yeah, yeah, and oh my god. Yeah, and and that, that's that's what I, that's what. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, my question to that is like, there's so many people there. If you were going to lie about something, or even make something up. There are so many people there to disprove your theory or your story. Mm-hmm. Why even do it? Right. I mean, that's where the Washington Post really got the shithole thing right. There was a very limited amount of people in that room. Yeah. So they were. So it was just kind of like whether they're just believing somebody who's claiming oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or I they're making it yeah. up. There's a lot less people to deny it. Yeah. Or, or to you know to counter it. Yeah. Like on that one, there was so many. There were. Had to be thousands of people there. Yeah, yeah. With so many media sources filming, like there had to be video of that being like, well, no, that's not what happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so obvious. Like, you can't find. You're gonna try. I mean, literally desperation. It. it, They're just so dead. You know what? Screw that. I'm writing another book on liberals. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yes. Awesome. You should. <laughs> and you know that that's the thing. And like I love I love to have a good conversations and good debates, even with liberals. And I hate that I all the time like I'm not the one that I go out of my way to have to defend the man when I see shit like this. I don't want to do it. Right. I but every I time like I see enough a, to defend him. Yeah, but... I don't see every time I see a bullshit story. I'm just like, why you people do this? I don't want to come out and defend him. I'd rather talk about the policy. But right. every other day, you want to talk about about some dumb fucking tweet or some fake, unconfirmed story. I'm going to defend the guy because you're stupid for believing any and everything that that just comes that out comes of anybody in, on in the media, right? If it comes from CNN or Washington Post, like people are like, "Oh yeah, this has to be true," and it's like, n- n- no, yeah, it doesn't. These people hate this guy. It's like all the stuff that you know, all the stuff that the liberals were claiming Fox News was making up about Obama. Yeah, right. It's like CNN is now doing the exact same thing, exactly to Trump. And I'm, I, 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 same thing, same thing with Obama. Every time I saw something that that I was like, this is bullshit, you know? Was, and I was like, no, this I called it out just as I'm doing with him. Just like when, as Obama with wore, Obama. when Obama wore the tan suit. Yeah. Right. And everybody was like, is this presidential? And that like hit that was like on the media cycle for like two days. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't care. He wore a tan suit. Exactly. It was a good looking suit. Yeah. Yeah. Is and, it not presidential? I don't give it. It's a I fucking suit. Yeah. It's a fucking suit. And, you know, if if somehow we still have liberals and progressives listening, you should want... If we do, thank you. Yeah, you should want, like, I'm sure even Yehuda would agree, you should want your ideology to win. Everybody wants their own ideology to win. If you want your ideology to win, 
you have to be taken seriously you have to act seriously and you and you must start talking about the policies and why your way of doing it is the good way of doing it rather than always m- focusing on this whole trying to you know uh there's a fucking facebook group i forget what it, it's called uh uh i think it's like uh uh, maybe this will stop Donald Trump. Like, you know, like right. that's all it is now. It's like they're, they're, they're trying to throw anything, hoping it sticks. And it, it's so distracting. They're just seeing to if, their, to their point. They're just trying to see if the pasta is done and the pot, none of it's done. Exactly. That's, that's the reason why we have in the Republican side, so many homophobes and racists and sexists and stuff like that, because we get labeled as that because the left doesn't have, any way to have a formal discussion yes. about policy. Right. So what do they do? You bring a fact, they just call you... Uh, Islamophobe. Uh, yeah, a, a homophobe, you know, a sexist, you know, you hate women. I mean, like Muhammad, you hate Jews. Yeah. Right? Right. They're just labeled you. I mean, it's, it's, it's all bullcrap. I've, I've right? actually gotten that before. Yeah, I'm a Nazi. Really? <laughs> well, you know. I know... I know I throw it out at you all the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but... You know, obviously, look, I'm an Orthodox Jew, you're a Muslim, we get along really well. Mm-hmm. And it's because whether, I mean, to the most part, we agree on a lot of the same things. You know, you're more libertarian, I'm more conservative, but at the end of the day, we still want the same thing. But yes. we can differ and have a good debate back and forth. Whereas, like I said, people on the left, if you don't agree with them, they will throw some kind of label out you, Yeah, which now you have to defend yourself. And it distracts from the real point of a uh, to get things done. Yeah, right. and I I learned this from. Oh, I might have said this on the podcast. I did say this on like I think last week's episode or whatever. Uh, sophistry. Did I talk sophistry? About? That was two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago I was talking about sophistry. I didn't even know what that was. I watched this guy. You might know. You might have heard of Stefan Molyneux. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, this, uh, he's a, he's a right wing anarchist, uh, libertarian guy, but he's talking about sophistry and that's, that's what that is. It's instead of philosophizing and debating, you make people feel bad about their positions. So then the, the, the argument goes from the policy and, and the, the fact of the matter to people then having to defend themselves or, or their ideas rather than, yeah. Yeah, I, it's so annoying. And we did talk about this one time on the show. The Jonathan Pye, I know, showed you the video. I know Jonathan Pye. Yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, he's a liberal. Um, British. British liberal. British liberal. Uh, uh, he was a fan of Clinton. Or not really. He was really a fan of Bernie. And he, he, was, he was more okay with Clinton winning. But, you know, when... After Trump was elected, he actually came out, right? He's that a, video he's was a comedian. So, comed- so he's a comedian, yeah, yeah. That he video does like skits and stuff. So good. Yeah. And he came out and he was saying like the this is the left's fault. And he explains why it was the left's fault. And it was like the left shut down conversations because it went from talking to people to just throwing insults at them. And why should people listen to you anymore if you're just gonna throw insults at them? And I was pretty happy to see a, a leftist say something like that because I'm like, finally, like, yes, let's let's talk about the actual thing. We still don't have to agree, but let's stop talking about, like you said, move on, right? Move right. on. Uh, man, fun show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we 
I mean, we're kind of at time. Do we want to talk about shutdown really quick or no? No. No? Okay. If you don't know, the government shut down. Yeah, the government shut down. The government shut down. <laughs> and, and, and the world is still turning. I know. Yeah. Amazingly, we're all still alive. The roads are still there. The roads are still there. <laughs> uh, well, don't, don't forget, you know, only some of us are still there. The world already ended a few times with... Every, wait, what was the other? Man, I don't even remember. Uh, oh, what, what uh, it, net neutrality, it, and the taxes, net right? And the, the taxes, taxes. Right? taxes. And which, uh, which? All right, tax, right. So those two things. I mean, the fact that we're still here. Who, who knows who's going to be here tomorrow? You That's know, I mean, very it's valid point. How you survive? So because, as our friend uh, Nicholas Wieser said, uh, the the Trump taxes are going to kill twelve thousand six hundred people this year. <laughs> The Trump tax cuts are going to kill 12,600 people because now they don't have health insurance, which that's not how that works even a little bit. But if you haven't seen the new one from Nicholas Wieser from Being Libertarian, you should definitely check that one out. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, so the government shut down and we're still still alive. The only thing I don't think we can do is go to the monuments in D.C., yeah, some or, some shit like that. Right. Like I think that's pretty much all. Yeah. It is funny they're admitting they that they have non essential things, you right. know. Like non essential workers don't get to come in. <laughs> How about we just make that always? Yeah. <laughs> would you Yehuda, would you like to uh plug whatever you want to and tell us where to find you tomorrow? Um so you can find me on Amazon if you want to purchase any of my books. I got Besides the ten little liberals, I also recently just came out, like I said before, with the ABCs of guns. Right. Um, it's literally a alphabet book that has pictures of gun parts and guns. Um, if you get bored of teaching your kid that X is for xylophone, <laughs> you'll have you'll have a new way to teach your child the ABCs. What, what's X? Uh, what? What's X? Should I should I spill it or should I make people buy it? I mean, it's. A, uh... you know, it's I mean, I just want to. Oh, it like, might be. A good, just, it might be a good tease. It right, might be a good tease. Yeah. Because there's there's other, there's other letters in there. Yeah. <laughs> X X is for X marks the spot. Is really the oh. only thing you think of. Okay. Like the target when you hit the X in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha. I was, yeah, I was like, so, I was going through every gun part I could think of in my head, and I was like, I got nothing. <laughs> there were some that were hard. I mean, Y was nearly impossible. That's the but, next letter I went to. I was like, "What the hell's Y going to be?" But don't spell I, that. Like, yeah, yeah. For Y, I actually did Yah. Yah, and, and there's silence. <laughs> yeah, Yah is the way the bullet. Yah. Yes. Kind of like Yah and pitch. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, uh, okay. but you know, it, so for aviation fans, it might also that works for you too for that one letter. <laughs> Yes. All my books are available on Amazon. And if you want to know more about me um, and my journey of living in Los Angeles as a Jewish photographer, which means by default I should be li- uh, liberal, um, you know, uh, and becoming a staunch conservative, uh, hit me up at my website. It's yudareemer.com. Um, and we'll link to that in the show notes on our website. Thank you, and uh, you know I'm an open book. Feel free to contact me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and um, yeah. You know, funny enough, I, just, I this was not on purpose. I'm wearing a Concerned Veterans for America T-shirt. If you ever heard of yeah. the CVA, and yes, uh, is that 
uh, Pete Hegseth. So, huh? Yes. Say that again. That Pete Hegseth. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, yeah. yeah my... He was one of the last people I drank with. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was at a CVA event in uh, Tampa because my friend Ayla Brown, uh-huh. she performed at it. Okay. And afterwards, we all went out for beers, and I was sitting down talking to him. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Who he like? I knew he was like one of the people who started it, and I was sitting, just sitting there talking to him, having a couple of beers. Like three days later, I quit drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the my friend was at the CVA conference somewhere in Texas. Uh, uh, we're part of the Student Veterans Association, which is a it's like a nationwide veteran student organization, and. Uh, I don't know if you can see that. It's it's yeah yeah. I just saw that. I was like, we got. Anyways, oh, and I'm wearing. I'm getting too excited for no reason. You you can't see it, but the people on the the other camera can. But I'm wearing a Ben Danaher shirt. Who is uh? He's from the Houston area. He's country singer, good friend of mine, uh, and he's going to be out on tour through Texas for the next two weeks. Good. I actually uh, maybe you can set me up with him. I'm uh, (laughs) I don't. I I want. I don't know I'll, if he swings that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I actually was thinking, and you guys would love this, I was thinking about converting my 10 Little Liberals book into a little jingle and using the words as the lyrics. Okay. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I'll see if I can get you two in touch. Little original song would be a pretty funny. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really good. He may, he may actually enjoy doing that. <laughs> I've never talked politics. He and I lived together for a year. Uh, he was my roommate, and uh, I've got like, really great videos that I promised I would never show anybody uh, of because he, he and I both, he both, he quit drinking uh, shortly after I did, but we used to get hammered together, like idiotically hammered together. And he would, we'd be in the kitchen and he would be sitting there getting, playing like new songs he was writing. And I've got these videos of these nights and I'll, in one of the videos, he was messing up the words and I was making a joke and I was like, I'm going to put this on YouTube. And he goes, don't put it on YouTube. And I just, I'm going to put this on YouTube. And he's like, dude, if you put this on YouTube, I'm, I'm going to shit in your mouth. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so then I just took that part of the video and I'll just send that to him every once in a while. And he's like, why do you still have this? <laughs> why will I ever get rid of this? Exactly. <laughs> well, all right. But, uh, yeah, thank you again for coming on. Uh, we're going to do our closing and stuff if you want to hang out for another minute, and then we can talk some more. Cool. Cool. Um, excellent. Again, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Uh, we hope you like our new studio, our third studio <laughs> in the last month. Um, but, yes, this is this is going to be our new home Permanent, base. Permanent, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be our new home base. Um So thank you all for listening. Please like, please share, please tell your friends. Uh, Remember, you can find us on the web at www. That stands for World Wide Web (laughs) for anybody who doesn't know. www.muddiedwatersoffreedom.com where you can find this and every other episode. Uh, We are also on Facebook at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom, or you can follow us very partially on Twitter at (laughs) muddied underscore waters. Do you have anything else? Oh, let's think low tide. Okay. Let's think low tide. Hey, low tide. Thanks uh, for the Kava and the Kratom that we are drinking on today's show and Bula Bula.
All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we're going to try to get some more stuff on the back there for you guys to look at if you're ever watching the show live. And I do want to work on the lighting here, which we have talked about, um, just because it's really dark on one side of us. But Right. It's your side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's your side. <laughs> All right. That's not the lighting. That's yeah. the skin tone. <laughs> and remember, guys, as always, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs>